Welcome to Let's Vibe. On this podcast, we are documenting and celebrating our passion for raves, festivals, and electronic dance music. You will hear interviews and stories from members of the EDM community, giving you an inside perspective on the rave experience. Additional information can be found on our website at letsvibemusic.com. I'm your host, Danny Era, and let's get this party started. Um, are you guys ready? Yeah. I don't really know how to start this off because we talk so much that it feels weird to be like introducing you guys. Let me me make it rain real quick. I mean, that's a great way to actually start the podcast. You could just make it rain. So it looks like, so it looks like I have money. Because this is a podcast, so they're not going to see you throwing the dollars up in the air, making it rain. Actually, is $20 bills right here. Okay. Okay, Paul. Okay, now we know. For all the okay. listeners, he's throwing multiple $20 bills up in the air, <laughs> making it rain. That's a great intro. I love it here. I love it here, too. I love cold pizza. The man that is always talked about in every single podcast episode that we've done so far. I am here. I adore you, first off. And I asked you to be our guest today because it is uh, Autism Awareness Day. And April is also Autism Awareness Month. You have shared with our group that you've done a presentation and a talk and let us know what your experience is like with autism and attending music festivals. And it was really informative. So I'd love to hear. Also, Meg's here today. Surprise guest for, hey. emo- <laughs> for emotional <laughs> for emotional support because she is just a crazy person. I'm looking for the words. Okay, she <laughs> is a fucking beacon of mental health. So <laughs> we have her here for support because she's very well. She's well. Yes, bad. very. <laughs> Let's talk about how you got into electronic dance music. Maybe like the first song you heard or maybe like a friend introduced you to an artist or like, how did it all start? Okay, so I have a weird story to tell. Um, So um, I was 12, 13. It was around when Skrillex made the first year. And my friend had his phone out and stuff. He was at lunch and he would, and I was just listening to like my, my music and stuff. And he was just like, Hey, yeah, check this out. And he turned it on. The only thing I heard was filthiest drop I ever heard. I was like, mom, he was like, yeah, that's Skrillex. I was like, okay. So I was to start playing that. And then another one was black ops two era. Cause I am a gamer. There was there is a campaign mode I think it's called Colossus where you enter into a into a dance hall and only thing you would hear is just a nasty drop and I was trying to look for that song I couldn't find the song I was just like where that where is this song at and then next thing you know it was Skrillex it was called I'm gonna try it out and I kept playing it on repeat and repeat and repeat. And then I kept seeing like different things like Zomboy, 
Rusko, and I was like, I'm kind of liking this shit. This is my thing. And then next thing you know, it would just be like all of it. And so I would literally start listening to EDM, EDM around 2012, 13, and then like started going to raves or at 2020. And it was when COVID stopped. Well, COVID was kind of being like a little bit more, eh, and it was breakaway and 2020, 2021, around there. Um, it was breakaway and Alunium came in and I was like, should I go to it? Because I don't, I'm not good with crowds and everything. And then I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to go. And so I went, had the best time. I loved it 100%. And I was just like, you know what? This is my people. I have found my people. This is this is everyone that listens to dubstep. I fucking love to here. And I didn't want to leave at all. I would just I, I literally cried when I left. And then all of, and then now here I am, like two, three years later, like one of the raid dads of Ohio. This is the best thing ever. I love it here. You were a little anxious to go to Breakaway. That was your first festival because mm-hmm. of the crowd. Mainly there is a thing about autism. If I'm not if I'm not a little bit off the rail about it, I'm sorry. But I don't, there is certain times that I don't like to be touched at all. Like there's certain times that I don't like feeling like closed in and stuff. And so going into that first rave, I was more like everything that I hated. I was happening like right there. And if anything, it was just like, as soon as I felt anxious, I had people like come in and like talk about, like come to me and be like, hey, are you okay? Is, is everything okay? Give me like water and stuff. And I would, then like, it was just more like a trust thing afterwards. I was like, oh, these people were checking were checking me, checking for me. I'm gonna trust them with like knowing like my boundaries and stuff. And then someone was telling me about Twitter, and then I was just like, so I'm gonna want to be here. Okay. And so like the whole entire day there, then it was just like you get approached to like different people. It started to feel like more like a family thing, like a family gathering to me going into like a rave because you'll see like so many people and they'll give you like a hug just like be like oh i'm so glad you're here and i'm, and I'm like uh, like every like way the weight that i had was just like like dropped down on my shoulders and i started becoming free and i could be weird now so it's just like i can be like my true weird ass self and it's just like the best thing i could ever think of and when i don't feel like I don't I want them to be touched. There's like a like a little thing of me. It's just like you're in somewhere where people are gonna be like straight and touched and stuff. And it's just like crazy. And it's just like I it's more like a trust thing for me now, more than like an anxious thing. Yeah. Had you gone to like a show or a club to see a DJ before going to breakaway? No. Breakaway was like my first, 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 first thing that I would um, love doing. And it was more like a, like I would see it on like TikTok and stuff. And I like see it on like Instagram, like all the shows and stuff. And I was like, 
I want to go there. And then like moving to Columbus, because I'm originally from Atlanta and with Atlanta being how crazy it is, I didn't want to like risk it due to the fact of it was like a dead zone for like a lot of violent things to happen. So I moved to Columbus with my family and everything was like still kind of the same, but it was still like trustable to go out at night and stuff. Cause I did, I did in fact go out like a little bit before I went and it was more of, yeah, just more of me feeling safe in the environment that I didn't feel like going. And it was just like, more of me being more anxious of thinking like, oh, I see a lot of people there. I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if I would just want to like chill and relax and just stay at home and just watch everybody have a good time and just maybe like, mm. like, I don't know. And then like one day I seen it, I was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna go. And then all of a sudden now I'm just here doing it. Now. And I'm just like, I'm glad I did it due to the fact of me being autistic and me having like ADHD, it's more of a therapy feeling now to go and just be myself and just actually, actually like embrace being everywhere and like seeing new people experiencing. Cause I do have a lack of communicating skills. I will approach somebody and say something weird every day. Don't know how I do it. Give people the awkward silence afterwards. We all know that awkward silence sucks. Raving's actually helping me more than basic life skills are to actually being out, coming in, and just going to raise and actually learning more about life as being autistic and with everything. Because I don't want I don't want people to see me as, oh, he has autism, so we gotta like give him more things. No, I want to be described as someone that's as normal, and more particularly trying to fit in with the whole daily life of being like someone that doesn't have a disability. But also, I just want it's just like a, a if this happens, it's because of this. It's if it happens because I have autism and there's sometimes I can't control things because like one time there was one time I did go it was a slandered thrive tour and it was me and a group, another group of people that were there by being with them because I went on my own because I was supposed to go take my stepbrother and he, I guess he did I guess he had to work and so I went on my own and someone like got into their face and they were start pushing around and kind of enlarged me. And I had to move away from that position due to the fact of if it kept going, then I was going to get freaked out. And then I was going to have a good time and I, I would think the worst. And it was just more of a, more of a, I need to feel safe before I do anything type deal. So raving is more helping me go out of my comfort zone and building in a new different like thing with me becoming autistic and actually 
high like functioning like a what people say a normal human being would it's more like i'm think and honestly it's pretty immature and i fucking love it so it's just like yeah i love this thing can you tell us how like that first like hour went you walk into this big festival you're in like this whole different landscape you said a lot of things that make you nervous or feel unsafe or happening all around you it's super loud and it's your first time so what were you feeling like what was going through your mind in those first few hours and then what kind of like made you feel safe comfortable like you were with family so um when i first went to breakaway i took my stepbrother I took him with me, so it kind of, like, gave me, like, more of, if something happens, I can let him know, and then he can be on the way, I can show him, like, which totem or something is near me. The first, when we went in, I'd seen how it was. Like, the, when I was driving around in, i seen, like, the stage, the different stages, like, the main stage, the side stage. I don't know what the side stages are called, but the side stages. So this code everything when I went in and it kind of gave me like a oh shit because this was like my first ever like concert that I ever went to like like my first ever like festival my first never um club thing I ever ever went to at all and the when I went in there when I did like the metals detecting and stuff and like they told what to do to do that or do not I went and I started what got me the feeling everything was off my chest was I started jumping like jumping like I was happy to happy to be there because as soon as I went in the festival I heard music and what y'all don't know about pizza is once he hears music he likes he starts to either dance or jump or break his neck whichever one works he will do so I went in there only thing I heard was make make you want to move if not to and i just started jumping and then a whole and then somebody came and was jumping with me another person came was jumping with me we were all having a jump fest and it was great and i loved it and everything and i didn't have like any like edm stuff so i wore like these pants with like these holes i wore a trippy Route 21 jersey. It was like stay happy with the flower and it was like a smiley face dripping off. And it was more of a it was more of a oh I kind of like this. Oh, I fucking love this. Holy shit, this is amazing. And so I started jumping like everything. And then someone and then people were catching the vibe. And then someone came up to me and was like, Oh, how long have you been ready? I'm like, this is my first one. And they were like, really? And then we started jumping around and it was like so fucking amazing. I loved every bit of it. It was like more of a calming thing now because I was like stressed out because I was like, oh, I'm going to do a festival. No one, I, this is like year two of me moving into Columbus. So I really didn't have any friends with, only people I talked to was my work, work friends. And it was like, oh, this is, this is going to be, it's going to be something I might meet some people. I might not. I don't know. I just want to have a good time and just be myself because my stepbrother just went and just was just like, you know, 
he was like, you know what, I'm going to go and drink. I'm like, you do you. And so I just started going out to different stages. And like, I went to Silent Disco, loved it. And then we all were just having a good time. And it was just like more of a, I love this and I'm going to keep doing it. And because it makes me more happy than anything. So, like, as soon as I got in there and heard the music going, is is when I just started like let loose. So I was just like, "Fuck it!" And then just went every and just went haywire. And then people got the vibe. And then I met some amazing people, and it was just amazing for me. Like I love saying amazing a lot, but it's just like I would never felt that way then going into like a like my first festival and stuff so that's what um that's why i say like it was calming for me when i go in there it was just like more perfect than anything than i could think because like i said like i'm i was a homebody and with me being autistic i kind of i kind of don't want to like be around new people but it's just going into like raves and stuff it was like more calming and they were like oh yeah they're gonna be very friendly and stuff and like and then everybody just started being like so nice I never thought I'd experience so much niceness in one concert because you hear about all the concerts going wrong someone's getting in a fight someone's going into like someone's like passing out or someone's getting into the ambulance because it broke their foot like all that stuff and it was just like i'm in a new new city don't know anything about it i don't know how it's gonna go and as soon as i walked in there never wanted to leave like plain plain simple it was more like a reunion more than i thought it was a rape and it was just most perfect thing ever so I know that you are a dancer. Were you yeah. were you dancing before you went to festivals? Or is that something that kind of happened once you started going to raves? Yeah, so I'm self-taught. I am um I started dancing when in like 2011, when I first started listening to dubstep, I will go to um YouTube videos look at somebody and like next and like see like okay they're doing it this way and 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 be like okay I can probably do it practice it for like so many times didn't feel like I was getting it I would record myself and actually see how I'm going with it and more of anything it's just like um I was like, oh, I'm getting it. I'm going to try it again. And then I would start dancing and dancing. And then the first one I ever did, but like a video wise, was um, was with the song For This Moment by Spag Hetty. And I started doing that. And then it got me like all the way over. And then I started like going more deep into dancing with it, like Chore Boy, like Watch the Duck. And with more of like beat things and then like around this time and with 
I took a big leap with it due to the fact of I wanted to get more deep into EDM. And so, like, I was listening to, like, for this moment, Troy Boy, like, anybody that I can get, like, a beat with and stuff. Then I got into Excision, Wooly, Slander, everybody. Now I'm just like, I don't even want to dance anymore. I just want to break my neck. Like, it's just, like, just, like, that deep thing right there. It's just, like, I don't even want to move my legs. I just want to, like, crack my neck open. Like, it's just, like, like the drops are, like, and it's just like whoa and i'm like oh okay so this is how this is this is what this is what we're working with that's that's a good okay okay so i'm gonna go see where my neck is and um i'll get back to you on that just so yeah and so when i went to raves i started so it was breakaway 2022 and you would just hear this nasty, nasty song. I don't know what it was called. I don't. I don't remember who was who was there. It was wait. I think it was Grizz. Yeah, it was Grizz. And all of a sudden, I just started shuffling. Like I was just like, "What? What are my legs are doing? I don't know what my legs are doing. And they're doing something, but I'm feeling it." And it was just like a um more of a more crazy feeling and all of a sudden now I'm just like dancing and stuff I went to I went to like a couple of schools taught little kids to dance and it's more and when I start dancing it's more of a like rape thing relaxing feeling and with everything going it was just like I loved it, and I would continuously dance no matter how old I am. If you're gonna see me like 80 years old busting out the Charleston, it's that's what that's what I'm gonna do. So it's gonna be a part of my life because it represents me and how I am, how cheerful I am, how nice I am, and with everything going on, you're just gonna see me busting moves anytime and with any song or anything even with heavy rock you're gonna see me bust bust my head too and um it's just more of a i like to move type thing so yeah i've been dancing for like a whole minute and has music been a big part of your life? I know when we play our game night and we play Guess the Song, you know so much music from every kind of category, from every kind of era. So were you, like, do you remember being little and having, like, a favorite artist or, like, a song that made you want to dance? Um. So the song, I remember this. I think my mom told me this. If, I, if She told me if... If it was somebody different, then I'm sorry, but I'm blabbing my mom on this one. So when Pup, when Pup Up the Jam was on, she would used to get, she would used to get me like a little, little song, like a little, little tiny pizza would be like, start jamming. It was just like doing this move the whole entire time. Like all this time, like just like swaying back and forth. Or like doing like the like head bomb like this, and she would get it on record 
I don't know if she still has it yet, but I need to see if she does. And so, like, when every song came on, especially Michael Jackson, y'all can't beat me with Michael Jackson, so sorry. Um, but with, like, every song that comes on, it's, like, either I know it or either I'm just, like, mm-hmm. and then next, you know, the chorus comes on, and I'm just, like, and they're, like, how do you know this song already? I'm, like, music likes me, and I like music. What are you supposed to think of? So, and so, like, I grew up with music. My dad is a pianist. My uncle used to, like, play drums and stuff. My cousins, my cousin does, like, beats for um, rappers. If you guys know Cronda Rondo, he did a good beat, a good beat for him on an album that he dropped. My my friends and I, we just make music like it's nothing and it's like the most personal thing ever. And I loved it. I love that song too. Oh, pump it up. Do you have it on Fortnite? The dance? No, I do not. And I need it. I do. It might be in the store right now. So if it is, I'll buy it for you. Oh, you don't have to. No, I'm going to. It's my favorite one. It's so good. <laughs> It's the, like literally like when that song came on as a baby, I would just be like, and another one, and another one was Earth, Wind, and Fire. I love how you said you can be like your true self and you can be weird and just like do whatever you want. And um, I think that's one of the most beautiful things about raving is that like it's unconditional love, like no matter what you look like or how you're acting. I want to talk about the experience for someone with autism. What is that experience like? What's the difference there? Okay, so there was a time that I was, in fact, almost overstimulated. It was during Fright Night, and I didn't even get to see Getter because I got overstimulated. I was on the rails way I did not think I was going to be on the rails but I was in fact on the rails for some reason and I got on there and then when Spad Caddy came on when he's like middle like you know how like when the bottom one comes not a lot of people show and then it starts going up and then more people are starting to show and I was just like oh this is not a lot of people I'm going to be in the rail so I'm just going to like go all out and just experience everything for the best and Next thing you know, it's back. Katie came having a good time. Everything was going on. And then like a little bit into it is when people started to crown at me, like crowned at me. Like if, let me use my baby as an example. Okay, so this is me. This is everybody. They were right there with me. And like, and then afterwards, it would be more like this. And I hate that. I hate when people are like touching you and like doing stuff like during like my no touching feeling type thing like get off of me like get the book off of me and it's just like I got really overstimulated because people were were getting me from the back the side in here and I was just trying to listen to music and I started getting really overstimulated and when I get overstimulated people like I would shake my hands like this 
I'm going to do this. I'm going to get overstimulated. And I don't think anybody understood, but there was somebody like mainly in there that understood that I was getting overstimulated and they grabbed me and was like, hey, are you okay? You need to get like some fresh air. Like, is everything okay? And I was like, I need fresh air. Like, I need, I need to like get out like right now. And so they took me, they took me out and they were giving me water, like all this stuff, and be like, oh, you're gonna be okay, like all this stuff. And then when Getter get ready to start it, it was just packed. Like it's a small ass venue, like a small one. There was a lot of people there. And I was like, I don't think I can I don't think I can go in. Like, I don't think I can go in. There's a lot of people, small venue. I need to leave like right now. And it was like 11 o'clock in the, at night. So I was just like, I'm just going to go because I don't want to like get overstimulated, go crazy and like do something that I would not want to do and just go ape shit. And so I left and I was just like, oh, but now it's just like, now I know like, oh, it's going to get, but it kind of, I'm going to switch to that. It kind of was like a more of experience of how crazy and crowded it was going to be, even at small venues. So with the Thrive Tour that came afterwards, I knew what to expect that. Because it wasn't like a small, more, it wasn't like a small, small, small one, but it was like medium size, but it's slander. So, like, you kind of, like, got a good gl- a glimpse of how it's going to be when Slander comes into Columbus. Hell, he was on billboards and shit. Like, it was just, like, Slander's coming here. I'm, like, and it was just, like, more of a um, thing. But I was, like, kind of close, and then people push- pushed me back. One time, another time I got stimulated, and I got thrown in a mosh pit. I did not like that. I did not like that because I was just vibing and next, you know, you just see somebody and then someone pushed me and then another pushed me and another guy pushed me. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? And I was like, oh shit, I'm in a mosh pit. I gotta get out of here. And so, um, yeah, luckily I was wearing my hat because someone elbowed my face. <laughs> it was So I was wearing my mask and, um, Someone, yeah, someone elbowed me. Thank God I wasn't wearing that because I would have had a bloody nose. This is the pizza mask. I wear, I wore it when I first got into raving. This was literally 20 bucks. You see, you got glitter on it. For somebody like Pixie Dust, Grandma Trickens. I know you were in Columbus because I don't see anybody. Grandma Trickens. So I wore this every time I went to a rave due to the fact that I didn't. I was self-insecure about my face. Um, I didn't know how to react with people or like anything. So when I wore this, I kind of like had like a good, good feeling of like, hey, like I'm, I'm on face head and like this is like my icon. And when I wore this is when I started like meeting new people and stuff. And it's like this one's brain been like. This one's been like in my, this is going to be like my, in my life forever. This one's not getting changed. 
I did break it. You can see right here, I did break the wire right there. Because this is the wire that goes down from headbanging too hard. <laughs> and um, it's been like literally in my life for so long. This is what kept me, well, I felt like kept me safe with like going in like mosh pits now. Yeah, I do now do pop mosh pits because I now know how to how they work. Um, I it kept me from getting hit in the face. Kept me from like being. I feel like feel like more being like an outcast. Like you don't know what you're doing type thing. And like I seen it, I was like, I need it, and so I got it because like it was like it looked cool to me. I didn't like know how it is, and like as you in like it just looked fucking cool. Like it's like. A purge mask, but I use it for braving, and like it's way more like I can breathe in this mask. I can do everything because my other mask, don't know why, but I cannot do shit in them. And it was like more of a this is like a symbol for pizza, and I want to fix it, but. At the same time, I wanted to like, keep it as a frame just to be like, this was how it was when pizza was first becoming a rape as raver. And it signaled me this because, like, it's like a, I was shy to show my face, but at the same time, I was wanting to party. Like, it was like a, I was like, I don't want you to know me, but I want to, like, fucking headbang with you, like, type thing. And it was, it's been it's been pizza's mask for two to three years. It's literally been like the best buy I've ever had. Literally, if anybody could tell me like what's the most favorite thing you ever bought, I'm like this thing. And it would be more amazing if I could find someone that can fix this because I want to wear this again. I really, really, really want to wear this again and have the lights work and stuff. But I feel like someone, if someone wanted to fix it, they would have to rewire the lights, rewire everything, get a new thing. It'll be like, like a good $100, $200 electrical stuff. But this is my pride and joy. This, I call this mask the, um, the raw. And because every time a bass drop, I would people will only hear me go, you know, just start hemming and stuff. And it was just like the most precious thing I, I could ever, ever, ever think of having. So yeah, this is the sim this is the symbol of pizza. And I love it. So if you would think of the movie Purge, um, you would see the red, it was red lights over the face there was like lights lights in the eyelids it was like an x more like an x and the mouth was like tied it up i don't know if anybody's seen a weed i think it was a ouija that once you get once that girl plays with the board you would just see like her in the mirror and stuff and she shut the mirror and her her like mouth is like zipped up it's kind of hard okay and um it's like that and then it will have like a little battery and a little 
like a little line thing that goes down and it would just light up. So that is mine. Mine was pink. So I'm keeping it with me due to the fact of it symbolizes pizza and his rape journey. And I love it. How do you feel when you wear your mask? I feel powerful. I feel like I can conquer anything with this mask on. Like when I, once I had this mask on, I felt like I could like do like anything I wanted to do. I could stream, I could dance, I could be myself, I could do anything in the world and I could just be myself with this mask. And it's like more of a comfort feeling with anything. And um, it's like the most amazing feeling, not knowing that you don't have anything on your shoulders. And that's what this mask kind of helped me with. This mask helped me with everything social, social-wise. It helped me to talk to people. It helped me to be everything myself. It helped me with a lot of things that was going on. And I am actually happy that it was... I bought it. Like I said, this is, was like my best, my best thing I bought. So it was anything that I could think of. And I felt like when I broke it, I felt like I needed to keep it because it helped me do so much. I know it sounds a little bit weird, but it helped me do so much that I didn't think I could have not thought of doing myself. And with me having this mask on, it was kind of like a um, more comfort feeling than anything. So this is why the mask is like 100% like, well, in my heart, like, I'm like, I want to get buried with it, like, because it helped me through so, so, so much with, like, with my social skills, me actually going out, with me actually like doing things that I didn't think I could do and like meeting people and like dancing and like more of the most amazing, most amazing feeling knowing I had something that could help me with mask. It's like a mask on and actually get me out in life with me being social anxiety and me being autistic. It's kind of helping me more and more becoming what I'm trying to spread in the world with being autistic and i love and i love this thing so it's my favorite thing i like doing it's amazing i fucking love this thing i am planning on writing a lot of candy april 20th i am going to see level up solve a king and i'm thinking about going to see i think how you think how you say his name is Gasty, Gasly, I can, it's a tongue twister. Gnar or Glass, Gasly? Mag, help me out here. Glassly? It's Gengar and Gasly. You were so close, dude. I was so close, but so So close. (laughs) Take me home, country road. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm doing that. If another one comes up in May or June, you're going to see me there. You're going to see me at Lost Lands. Because as a fellow Hawaiian, I have to go. I didn't go last year, so I had to go this year. 
in July and August, you're going to see me in Breakaway because, you know, not two is going to be there. What's mm, 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 mm. the move? Well, wait, is that how the song goes? I think that's how the song goes. But April 20th at Bluestone, you're going to see me headbanging to some Sullivan King. Um, good enough. Mag, help me out here again. How you say his name? Kazo? Huh? Kazo or Kaizo? That one? No. No, 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 no. Gasly? Gasly? Yes. Oh. Gasly? No. <laughs> they're Pokemon pizza? Yeah, they're Pokemon. Listen. Gasly and Gnar. I said it. I said it. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, thank you. Sure. No, I, I don't think you still said it. But that's okay. What? Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> you were so proud. I just let you have that moment for a second. <laughs> just for a second. Can you not just let me have it for at least like a minute? <laughs> With that going on, like I said, you guys are going to see me at Breakaway 2023 in Columbus. You guys will see me in my full gear at Lost Lands because, you know, I'm partying hard in Lost Lands. I'm going all out at Lost Lands because, you know, as a fellow Iowan, I, the only thing we have is corn. This is the one thing that's going to happen, and I'm going to it. So you're going to see me headbang into Excision. And that's all I have for this year. I know for a fact there is a possibility that I might be going to book beyond next year. Would that be at the Gorge or Southern California? Hmm, SoCal? Then you well, don't have to camp. Your girl already got her VIP ticket, so. For next year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, leave it up to Meg. Like, a whole day afterwards, she gets the email. Oh, we got tickets. I'm like, I finally got my tickets. I'm like, man, I haven't even been a week yet. Literally haven't unpacked my bag, so. Yeah. yeah. Meg walks into my house Saturday after Beyond. She's like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Next day, I bought my VIP ticket. And that is the cycle of fucking festivals, though. And I was going to say pizza. Like, I'll be able to trade candy with you. You'll finally be able to trade some candy. I'm, I know. Like, I literally like feel like more of any, like, so, like, I feel like if anything, I feel more of the rave community in Ohio is starting to get more not not like how do I how do I say this? It's getting more better than anything because every like even the subtronics, even with like slander and stuff, when everything happened, I still experienced blur. And it was like more of anything that's why i cannot say like i didn't have i never had a bad time with it i never had anything like wrong with it and it's just like like i said it's like i'm more like a family reunion because you meet new people people are people you are people are not scared to come up to you and be like hey i like your mask or hey i like your jersey or hey i like your shoes like why are you looking at my shoes but okay and then just be like more open and everything and it's just like I love it here, and it's like the most best thing I've ever done in my life. Because it's like more of a um, 
more of a feeling that I can now be weird and not be judged. So it is Autism Awareness Day. What is something that maybe people don't understand about autism? There's like a, like a lot that people don't understand that people don't understand with autism. One of the thing is, depending on how functioning you are, nope, because there is low and then there's high. I'm high functioning. Like I can still function, but there's still things that uh, that I still going on because autism is more like a communication disorder and a social disorder. And if every if everything like I could show you guys like the um the good old definition of it real quick. Give me just a second because I'm still I'm still learning about autism. If that makes makes any sense. So it's it is a serious development disorder that impairs the ability ability to communicate and interact. The autism spectrum disorder impacts the nervous system. With autism, people don't understand what autism is. It's like depending on how functioning you are. This is my opinion, by the way. Um, but, but depending on how how function how high functioning you are, you can still be like quotations and a normal person. It's just like, but an instance is there's people that I've heard that people like sometimes like go on and mistaken it for bipolar disorder for like everything because our emotions switch up like crazy. Like some days I could be like all cheerful and cheerful and happy. And then, and then like two seconds later, I'm crying my eyes out in the showers and the juice world. And um, it's just like, we are not what you think we are. We are, we are people too. I take autism as a superpower because people think about autism they mainly, they mainly think like that person that just swings around and just like goes out, make noises and stuff. Like I make noises because my noise, I learned this for myself, is me. That, that, that's me. That, that's literally me. I go me every time I like have like a awkward, like silence thing. It's just more like if you just hear a me, that's probably me. I'm really smart. <laughs> And um, what people usually think of autism, they just think like, oh, it's another disorder or something. But it's more like I'm trying, I'm wanting to do the best of being like any average person, like any anybody that wants to go have fun, like go have a good time, do things like with me being autistic, there was a lot that I had to conquer with me being this, being where I am. Autism, it's more, I literally like eat myself alive due to the fact of I kind of like psych myself when in any situation and I would like think the worst of anything. Like when breakaway came, like, I psyched myself like, oh, this could happen. Someone can come up and 
air it out or someone can get in like two fights or something or somebody can like get like OD'd right in front of my face and um it was it was literally like that and then I had to force myself to actually go through with it and I had to like think oh this is not actually work this is not actually how it is and this is not how it goes. I'm going to love it here. This is my people. I'm here now. So let's have a good time. Another thing about autism is you won't see people looking straight at you. There's certain people that I would look straight at there with talking. But if I meet someone new, I would literally look at something else. Like right now, I'm looking at my mask and not, and not them because it's I don't know. why but it's just like my like me being more socially awkward comes with it and it's just like more of a comforting thing that I look at something other than somebody so my anxiety doesn't rise up or I slip up and say something that that will offend somebody or anything because I'm not perfect I'm not some goody two shoes, rose petals everywhere. Danny Landon, Dan, Danny Landon person that will tell you, "Hey, you're amazing. I love you." Like, no, I would sometimes be like, "Ha, fuck you." Uh, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did not mean it. I did not mean it. I did not mean it. And and just be on a date because that's like literally me being communicative. It's like a I don't want to be labeled with something I just want to have a good time like it's just like I want to do what you do I don't want you to label me for something that I have when I know for a fact that I can do the exact same thing so the one big thing that I want people to I want people to like understand is I don't want to be labeled, but at the same time, I don't want to, I don't want you to think that I can't do it because I can. I am autistic. I graduated high school. I'm working somewhere that you don't see a lot of disabled, autistic, everybody that's disabled and stuff. And I, I'm a Twitch streamer. I'm a dancer. I go to raves. I have like, I have a car, I can drive, more of everything. I, I know how to communicate. I actually even went ghost hunting. So things that people would label as normal people would do. And like, I'm trying to do like small steps to get me to that point. So I don't think autism would come in between what I want to do, but I don't want to be labeled as, oh, he's autistic, he can't. He can't do it. He could do it when I'm doing it right in front of your face. Like, that's like the big thing that I want people to understand is like, I can do, I can do anything that I set my mind to. Here I am, one of the rave dads of Ohio. Whoop, whoop. And just like having a good time and just loving, loving it. I just want to like, honestly inspire people that have autism and to like be yourself it's not it's not as bad as 
you, as people as you guys think it is, you can do it. Take baby steps if you need to. Take like make a game plan. Do it that the way that you want to do. Don't push yourself to do it. Don't don't beat yourself up because you can't do it that time because I know for a fact you can. And once you like it, you're going to love it no matter where you want to go. Because I see actors, I see musicians, I see everybody in autis- with autism. I've seen popular streamers. I've seen like rap, like everybody like that's doing autism. Like I want to be part of the inspiration that like that inspires someone to actually go and do their thing while being autistic. Like if I could have one person that autism was like, Hey, I have autism and I, and, and I seen that what you're doing and it's inspired me to do that. That is a win for me. Like it shows that, um, it shows that I'm making a positive movement, not a negative one or nothing. And shows that people with autism can do the exact same thing. We can move the exact same way. We just need time and a focus on what we're going to do. And then we're going to, and then we will strive out. We just need, we just, we're like, we're like little baby birds that would just fly out. And once we get to where we're going, we're just going to like spread our wings and then fly. And you are an inspiration to me. I can speak on that and just watching you grow and become more comfortable and make new friends in our discord group. I mean, like I mentioned, when you first came in, you would turn on your camera for like two seconds with your mask on. And now we're like, you know, we're all sitting here with our camera on and we talk all the time, every single day. And you even stepped out of your comfort zone and taught a class for us. So that is all very inspiring to me. You were scared to join our Discord group. Yeah. And are you glad that you did? I am 100% glad I did. I met so many good people. I met I met you. I met Meg. I met Grandma Frankens. Here's Danny right here choking. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm good. Just carry on. I almost spit my drink out. Oh, my God. I'm met, literally crying. I'm like such a mess. I met Grandma Trinkets, I met Juice, I met everybody, and I've never felt so, like, home in the Discord than anything, and, like, I'm so glad to be part of a community that actually accepts me, and, like, where I can bring in knowledge on, like, what's on, like, the Ray community on my side, with me being autistic, with me being, like, with anything going on and I just love the whole thing I freaking I freaking love you guys like I freaking love y'all like you guys are like the best friends love you too you are like the coolest person I know the coldest and coolest pizza I know (laughs) Meg did you have any questions for pizza um no just that like to piggyback off what you said Danny like you're not just an inspiration to people with autism like you're an inspiration to everybody I'm proud of you that you've stepped out of your comfort zones in multiple ways and put yourself out there and that 
the times you have put yourself out there have been nothing but positive. And I really want that to continue for you. And I can't wait to see like what else like you do and like how you grow even more because you're just amazing. And I feel like everyone should know the pizza. What has electronic music done for you in your life and how has it impacted you? It has it's done more things in my life than I never thought I could do with myself. It's got me to the point where I am today. It's got me to me experiencing a more different type of music. I can be myself. I can like listen to something and it kind of helps me with my ADHD. Like EDM has been like a, a good part of my life. And people at work can tell you when they hear EDM, they know it's me. If anything, when people are like listening to it, they'll think of me and stuff. And it's helped me through multiple things, multiple times. Like I can put it on, I can have a different genre EDM with this situation. I can have it, I can have a different genre to when I'm working. I can have a different genre when I'm streaming. I can have a different drama more if anything. And it helps me to be where I am today, to inspire, to enlighten people that are just like me to actually go out and do the things that you are scared to do and to be more joyful and to be more happy to... The world is a really crazy place, I can tell you that much. And it's like more of a safe haven for me with everything that's going on with the world. And I am now deeply into it, into EDM to where it's it's been in my life for so long. It helped me through different situations and helped me to overcome my fears. I could put it on and it could, and I could feel like I'm on top of the world that I can do anything that I, that I want to do. If y'all ain't in the EDM, y'all better get into that right now. And it's just, it's literally like part of my life. And I freaking love EDM. I love it here. I love that you're here and that the universe and the base gods have brought us all together. And (laughs) it's just so crazy, but like, our common thread is music. And because of this music and this life that we all are so passionate about, we all connected. And I'm so grateful for that because you're like the coolest person I know and my bestie. And I'm so glad that you are here. We are all besties. Yes, all besties. All besties. I guess I have to go to Lost Lands now. Yes. I think there's actually another threat for tornadoes coming towards you. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Can you not call it a threat? That makes it so much scarier. (laughs) Can you call it like an advisory or like a caution? A warning? (laughs) Put the caution tape around Ohio. A threat of a tornado. A light cautionary tale. Yes, that makes it sound so much better. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to put a caution tape around Ohio just in case. But didn't you just lose your fucking mailbox and screen door? Oh my gosh, yes. So, He's like, there's um, no tornadoes here. Meg's like, mm, mm, oh, 
Okay. Okay. Lies. My mailbox went to shit. My door <laughs> Jesus. went off. So my mailbox went to like, um, literally went to kingdom come my door came out of the hen like literally off the off the like support that it was um was like came like glued on there like nailed on there and it went like came off i still i still have it still literally have it in my freaking kitchen and and like two days later we got a flash flood so that's that don't tell you how high it was if that'll tell you how Ohio is, I don't know what will. My grandparents had a pool, right? And one time, a, a, I think we had like a tornado warning and the pool cover just like went to Jesus. <laughs> like, it was crazy to watch this huge. Anyways, let's um wrap this up here. Thank you, Pizza. I love you. You're such an inspiration and an icon and a role model and an amazing human. And you are going to do anything that you want in life and inspire other people to do that too. And thank you for being my friend. Thank you so much, guys, for having me as a as in the last five and actually letting me get my story out. You guys, you guys are like best friends and like, I am so happy to be part of a community that actually accepts me for who I am. And, and it's just, and like, I'm just really grateful for the EDM community, the Ray community and much love to everybody that I've met and I'm just so happy to let you guys hear my my side of the story. So thank you for that. My message to the world is autism is not a disorder. It's a superpower. And we are not what you think we are. We are more than what you guys believe that we can do. That's my message. Thank you for listening to the Let's Vibe podcast. You can connect with Let's Vibe on all social platforms. To further support Let's Vibe, please share this podcast with friends or leave a review. For more information, join our Discord group or visit our website at letsvibemusic.com. Until next time, sending you love and vibes. I wanna love.